0: Thank you guys very much. Happy New Year's!
1: Thanks for uh, joining us today, Coach. And I, I'm looking at uh, your schedule to this point. You're 7-1 and one, uh, overall. Your only loss was an overtime game to McKinley, but you have big wins already this season over Lake, over Jackson, over Mentor as well. Coach, what's been working for you so far in this 23-24 season?
0: Well, um, one of the things that, that we really have going on is uh we have a lot of seniors, um a lot of guys who participated last year who contributed to the eighteen wins that we got last year and you know Jakory Lipkins I think is one of the top players in the state of Ohio and he's averaging eighteen points a game and that's one of our seniors. Uh we have a senior Day Day Robinson as a six four postman that's pretty solid, has some experience. Couture Ashcraft, another senior, uh playing good basketball. Um Jalen McElroy is a senior who, who started a lot of games for us last year and he's averaging about 10 points a game. Ja'Cory is averaging 18 and, uh, we have a couple of young guys. Reese Zerger is a postman who's six foot four and he's averaging 12.4 a clip and Bryce Broom, nice. a point guard, is averaging eight seven. So, uh, we're really just picking up where we left off last year. I think we won 18 games last year and. Um, this group is is really starting to do some good things. And, again, we do have that one hiccup against McKinley. And, you know, we had a three-point lead with time running off the clock, and they hit a big three to tie the thing. And we play an overtime session, and the game is tied, and then they bang another three. So, you know, you live and you learn from those types of games. But we really like where we are right now. I mean, there's much work to be done. We think we can be a better basketball team than we are right now. And we have some really good games coming up, so we'll see.
2: Coach, is this about average for one of your teams uh, to score somewhere between 60-75 points per night?
0: Well, we really try to to up the tempo when we play. I mean, we like to press a lot, and we like to run a lot. And if you score, we like to transition. So, you know, we'd like to be somewhere 60-75 to points when we play.
2: Because, you know, we're we're watching these games and Kenny and I were talking about obviously the NBA and everything trickles down, but man, they're just shooting the ball up from all over the place. Is the high school game starting to maybe get the same way? Are we starting to rely on the three-pointer a little bit?
0: No, you know what? It really is. And, you know, I was telling my team today, um, you know, we're looking at some stats and we have a kid that's two for 15 from the three-point line and a kid that's three for 13 and one for four and... Everybody just thinks that they can make a three-point mm. shot. So when you watch a high school game, you'll see 15 or 23 pointers go up there whether the kid is a good shooter or not. So everybody's trying to score. I mean, scoring is is, is at a premium, in, especially in a high school game. So, you know, if you got guys that can shoot it, then let them shoot it.
1: Happy to have with us Rick Harrison, outstanding head coach for Glen Oak. Uh, they are off to a great start at seven and one, and they've got a Green tomorrow night right here on WHBC. As we said, six thirty pregame, seven o'clock tip-off. Coach JT and I were, and Brian were talking um, the the new free throw rule this year. For our, our listeners out there, share with them what they decided to do with you know fouls in a quarter and going to the the two free throws instead of the one and one. How do you like that?
0: Well, um, the new rule is after five fouls in a quarter, you're going to shoot two instead of we used to go to seven fouls and we shoot one and one. Um, I I think I like it a lot right now because uh, teams aren't fouling as much as they have in the past. Um, You know, you'll get to the end of a quarter, and what I've seen in our eight games so far is you get to the end of a quarter, and maybe um, you might get to shoot a couple of free throws, but... It's not uh, broken up like it used to be where, you know, you get to that seven files and then it's one and one It's one and one Teams aren't, aren't willing to just foul all the time. And, you know, so far it, it hasn't uh, slowed the game down or it hasn't sped the game up. When I first heard this rule, I thought, oh, man, it's going to make games last forever. <laughs> but it really hasn't. It really hasn't.
1: Coach, your team – um, defensively, are you happy with where they are at and how they've been playing so far this year?
0: Um, we we have moments where we look great on defense, and you know I, I keep telling my team I don't know what it is, but every time we played this year, every time we have played this year, uh, teams come out and play as well as as they have played in any game all year. We played Lake. Um, on, on Friday night and Lake hadn't won a game and they hadn't really played well. They had a game where they scored 22 points and they're making shots all over the place. So defensively, I think we're playing as hard as we can, but what we're getting is we're getting the best effort that we can get from the teams that we play. And I, I don't understand that thing, but I mean, it is what it is. We're getting the best shot of every team that we play. So um, defensively, I think we're playing pretty good. Um, You know, we have kids that are guarding the ball like they're supposed to. Uh, We have kids that are getting to the midline defensively like they're supposed to. Guys are helping, guys are talking, guys are checking out. So we're doing a lot of things um, that we're being taught to do. But, you know, when you start being a coach, you can always think of something that you can do better. And I really think that um, as a team, we get better defensively, the more that we play. And we've only played eight games. Um, We got a late start this year, so we're looking forward to what we have coming up on our schedule.
2: That's interesting, too, because you're almost at the halfway point. So, I mean, what changes in a Rick Harrison coach team when you get to the second half of the season, get yourself ready for the tournament?
0: Um, You know, I think you start to pay a little bit more attention to details. Um, I mean, you really to figure it out. What's going to work for you offensively? Um, how many kids you can play? What, what type of rotation mm-hmm. you can use? Uh, that rotation right now for us is about eight kids. And, you know, we like to really turn the tempo up a little bit more and play nine or 10. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we just uh, want to come in and, and make sure that we practice hard like we're supposed to every day. And um, when you get to playing games, you want to make sure that you can take care of the basketball. And, again, you want to make sure that you can execute something on offense and you can be where you're supposed to be on defense. And, like I said, at at this point, um, we've done a lot of really good things, but I know that we can get better.
2: What is a normal routine for a high school basketball team? Because I never played high school hoops. I know Kenny did. But, I mean, is it more preparation for the next opponent or are we just working on fundamentals and trying to stay in shape?
0: Well, it's a little bit of all of it. Like I'll, I'll give you our, our scenario for today. Um, since we play tomorrow, um, we come in and we do a lot of shooting. So the first half an hour today was just all shooting. Um, the second half, second half an hour was uh, we just talked about what this green team is going to do to us offensively. So we know where to be defensively. We talked about you know their best players, Brody Brady Rollison. Jared Taylor, and Antonio Martin, you know, the spots that they like to get mm-hmm. to, uh, the screens that they set, how they do what they do. And, you know, we did that for a half an hour, and then we went and watched um, McKinley and Green film for a half an hour. So, you know, that's kind of a mm-hmm. typical day before a game. Um, but tomorrow, Wednesday's practice will be you'll come in and you'll work on some of your fundamentals. You'll work on your out-of-bounds plays, you'll work on your offenses, you'll work on your defenses, you'll work on your press breakers and your presses, and um, the day after we have to lift. So, I mean, it's a lot that goes into it. But uh, to answer your question specifically, it's a little bit of all of those things that you're talking about.
2: Hey, basketball coach at Glen Oak is Rick Harrison. I don't appreciate you talking poorly about my man Tom McBride, but we'll get to that at another time.
1: He I want to, I want to, them and they
2: poorly. Two 22 points. I get it. I understand. Hey, <laughs> give the guy a little bit of a break. He had knee surgery, right? I mean, he'll get things going in the right direction over there.
0: No, you know what? I, and I told, we played Tommy on Friday and his team, I, I saw them play twice. I saw him once live. I saw him twice on film. And they played as well as they have played all season on Friday. So you know how Tommy McBride, right. he's gonna it's of you. he's going to have his team, he, he have his team <laughs> going in the right direction. <laughs> and he's getting ready to get that best player back. And that's right. what he's been missing. Mm-hmm. Right. Cass and Howard had a broken foot early. And I hear that he's getting ready to get released. And there's a guy going to give you 25, 30 points. So ooh, I think yeah, everyone nice. should be aware that uh, Lake is not going to be an easy win for yeah. anyone. It wasn't for us on a Friday for sure.
2: And you know darn well he wants to put you in his sights too. But coach, you mentioned some of your players too, and we mentioned some of the other players that you've gone up against. What about your staff? Any changes to your uh, your assistant coaches this season?
0: No, we're still the same. We have Turk Nisley, who's um, he's been around here for a long time, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> Eli Baker is our JV coach. Um, markeo Shannon is another JV coach, and we added. Um, A a kid, not a kid, grown man. Bo Broom is our our freshman coach. And then we have Antoine Williams, who's been with me for a really long time. He's kind of like a volunteer assistant. So the staff is pretty much the same as it's been the, the two years that I've been here.
1: All right coach, you mentioned uh, your your player Jacory Lipkins earlier. You and I have been talking about him for the last uh, 2 3 years, right? He's been that that good uh you know playing high school basketball. He is a senior this year. Uh how has his uh year been to this point and uh, what are we hearing about him at the next level?
0: Well, here let me say this about Jacory. See, I'm in my office right now. Yeah. We finished practice at 4:30 today, and if I open my office door I hear a ball bouncing in the gym. He's still in there mm-hmm. shooting the basketball. That's, wow. that's the Corey Lipkins. That's the type of kid that he is. Um, Four-point student taking all honors classes. Um, that's the Corey away from the basketball. But um, this kid is averaging 18.5 um, a game. Um, playing, just playing great basketball right now and You know, we're working on his recruiting. Uh, Ashland likes him a lot. All of the Division II schools around really like him. But I think, um, you know, he gets gets a look at a Division I school. But, you guys, that gets to be tough anymore because what you have going on now is there are like 1,500 names in the transfer portal. So every kid at Division I or Division II that's not happy where they are, they just put their name in the portal. So what happens is if a coach, a Division I coach, needs a guard, for example. He needs a guard. He doesn't go and recruit Ja'Cory Lipkins at the high school level. He goes to the portal, and he gets a kid that's 22 or 23 years old that has two years of college eligibility left, and that's who they take. So it's really hard for these high school kids like Ja'Cory to get those Division One looks. But I'm 100% sure he's going to land somewhere next year because, I mean, the kid is just fantastic. He can score the ball all kinds of ways. He shoots it well. He can score off the bounce. You can put him on the block. He can um, he can post up down there. So he can do a lot of stuff. And you know we're just you know kind of playing. And like I said, a lot of coaches. um, Ashland is coming in to take a look at him tomorrow night. Um, coach from Malone has been in several times. Walsh likes him. So it's just you know a wait and see process process right now. But. Um, in all of my years, this is my 21st year of being a head coach, I don't know if I've ever had a better guard.
1: Wow, that's saying something mm-hmm. too, Coach. You know, when we think back to some of your kids uh, uh, that you had at your various stops and, and everything, Daryl Strader comes to mind and didn't he have a great career
0: at Walsh? Yes, he did. Yes, Daryl did. And, you know, we, we still get to see Daryl a lot. He graduated from Walsh and uh, he does some basketball training. You know, I have a uh, a sophomore son that sees Daryl quite a bit in the summer, and a lot of our kids go to Daryl for his training. And um, again, it's it's pretty interesting to to see some of the kids that you've coached and how they're doing now. And you know, it just it's it's really good stuff.
1: Yeah, we we love seeing uh, you know the, them grow up because that's part of coaching. Yes, it's about X's and O's, wins and losses, but it's also about preparing them for life. Uh, either if they continue playing ball after high school and college, or if they don't, right, Coach?
0: Yes, sir. I mean, that's really what you want. What you look forward to is seeing a kid who's thirty-five years old, and um, that kid feels like when he was a kid. I mean, he's a grown man now, but. When they were kids, they just felt like you kind of helped push them along and helped them get to where they are today. And you know, it's always gratifying when I when I see kids. And again, Durrell, he still comes in here and watches my team play.
1: That's awesome. All right, coach. Before we let you go, big one tomorrow night, Federal League matchup against Green. Uh, what are the keys for you guys to get a victory and go to eight and one tomorrow night?
0: Well, first of all, we have to get their big three: that Brady Rollison. Is a six five postman that's awfully good. He takes the ball to the rack with either hand and he scores and pretty physical. Um, they have another postman. Jared Taylor is not really a postman. He, he plays like a guard, but he's six six and he's a, you know, a terrific athlete and you have to get him stopped. And Antonio Martin of uh, that famed Martin crew. Um, he's yeah, a third of the three brothers, he's a six foot guard and. Uh, we have to make sure that we get those three guys stopped. I mean, you're not going to stop them, but you want to contain them and hope, hopefully they don't score 60 points between the three of them. And um, defensively, that's where we have to make sure we key in on those three guys. But I just think if, if we can take care of the basketball and we can execute some offense and we can play with some, some discipline and um, just hopefully... Um, that'll give us a chance to win. But, you know, rumor has it that Mark Kinsey is going for his 400, uh win tomorrow. And, you know, his teams are always very well coached. They're going to play hard. Um, they're going to play smart. And they're going to be physical and they're going to be tough. So we just have to match all of the things that they're going to do. And I think that'll give us a chance to win. And, you know, this Federal League basketball is just, again, outstanding. McKinley, sixth and Two with five and no record in the league. We're sitting there at four and one in the league. Jackson three and two. Green three and two. So, um, if you're gonna be trying to win this Federal League title, you're gonna have to play good against some very good Federal League basketball teams. And that's what we have on slate for tomorrow. A good game against a very well coached team that's good.